owning my own shop, it, it's, it's, it's just, it has been stressful, but it's something that I know I wouldn't want to go back on. Like, I'm not oh, going to yeah. go back. Like I'm very, very like happy where I, you know, and, and fortunate, like I said, I keep repeating that I have awesome clients that followed me, you know, like, cause without them, we, our area up there is not built up yet where we can have a flow of, you know, walk-in business. So it really does help that, um, they trust me and they keep coming back. So, yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast right here. This, yes, you're listening to it. You're looking at it. want to thank everyone for being here. If you're new to the show, welcome. I, You know what? I've been trying to do this fucking thing. I did this the last time <laughs> where I'm trying to like spice up the intro and change it up a bit. Yeah. And yeah. I'm fucking it up because I've mean, been doing it a certain way for so long. And, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Right. right God right. damn it. Let's try this again. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there is beer and soda in the fridge. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Woo! I'm sitting here today. Let me take a sip real quick. I thought that one was fantastic. You did really well. Thanks. That was a lot better. I'm going to leave them both in, though, by the way. (laughs) I'm sitting here today with my acquaintance, new friend, old acquaintance, we'll say. Right. We've known each other loosely through the air quotes scene for probably (laughs) longer than either of us would care to admit. But... This gentleman's name is Ricky Dennis. You are, you have Dark Root Barbershop. You have some music stuff that you do. We're going to cover all of that stuff. But most importantly, make some noise for the internet, my friend. (laughs) That's the best part. (laughs) We're really happy that you're here. So, yes, how about you introduce yourself to the people out there and let them know what it is that you do and, you know, why you're here. What's up? Yeah, man. Um, So, I'm Ricky, obviously. owner of dark root barbershop. Uh, I found, I did that, um, the brand back in 2016. Um, and started from there. I actually started making beard oils because I was tired of actually buying other people's beard oils. And I was working in a little shop in Lawrenceville at the time. And, uh, the name, the name just stuck, uh, dark root was cool. And I was like, you know what, eventually I am going to open my own shop. So Kept the kept the name, and then uh, two years later, uh, some unfortunate events at the shop. They had a water main break, so I had to like find my way and find a place to work at while the they are under construction. So we ended up. Uh, I ended up looking around, and my good buddy over in Brentwood, he has a barbershop. His barbershop's uh, uh, Red's Barbershop, and uh, yeah, man, he he was really, really kind and nice to let me over there. And he was like, listen, I know you're going through tough times and, uh, I want you to come over, take your time. If you want to stay cool, if you want to look, you know, if you're going to open your own business, I want you to be comfortable and, uh, in that search. So I, uh, as I was over there, I noticed about 65% of my clientele followed me from all the way from like, well, I have parts from like Lawrenceville, um, North Hills, South Hills. Yeah. Pretty much all over. So that was big to me. So 65%, I was like, I think eventually I can open my own shop. And that's what I did. I think that's huge. I think that's an interesting thing. Let's put this just a little bit closer yeah. to you real quick. Just right. so. Am I good there? Yeah, that's perfect. That's a lot better. But with something like, so, I mean, I haven't had hair in a long time. It just, it went gone, <laughs> disappeared. But I would imagine for people who do have hair, it's something similar to like tattoos or something. You just like find some people that you trust and you work with. I mean, it's even like being in a band, you right. know what I mean? Like you just find people that are trustworthy. Right. That, and then like you just want to work with them. Right. You right. want to keep going back to them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's comfort level. Like you said, I mean, it's, um, and it's cool too, because like bands, if you're in a band, a tattoo artist, you get that big support, not only from your friends, but like. I mean, your friend tells you their friend, you know, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and then you just, it's a collective thing. And I think also 
<clears throat> what's cool with my shop, um, I've been in, you know, a little bit of the music scene and I know a lot of people that's been in it and I know tattoo artists and it's cool to, uh, you know, it's, you vibe off of them and they really, really, you know, they, they support you, you support them. So I think it's great. Um, and then, I mean, the area I'm in is also awesome because, you know, it's kind of got that metal theme going yeah, on. Up let's, there. let's talk about where the shop's at for yeah, anybody yeah. that doesn't know. Um, it's, uh, it's right on Warrington Ave uh, in Allentown. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, right actually next to the fancy restaurant, a la Familia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm a la familiar <laughs> with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, actually only been there once. It's uh, kind of my price range, but uh, it was really good. I got a free dinner, so that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right across the road from them. Uh, my neighbor is the Weeping Glass. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with them. Uh, and then right down the street, um, next to the police department is Black Forge. Mm-hmm. So I think, and then also- You've, you've I, Onion Maiden too and Skull Records. Yeah. yeah, I can't forget about them. And I just think it's awesome. So when I found that area, I was looking at it and I was like, man, I know I can really fit in because of my vibe and everything. And um, my landlord was actually like, so he was kind of on the fence. And then I told him my story and I told him like, um, we're not just really a, we are a walk-in business, but more so appointments. Like I, I rather do that. So he appreciated that. And I told him my little backstory. And then I was like, he's like, well, all right, first and foremost, what's the name? And I was like, dark root barbershop. And he was like, this is like a theme going on up here. He's like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, he's like, it's just like, it, it feels very, very like it's, it's got a metal theme, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like punk rock, whatever you want to call it. And um he was like they were like yeah you're good um we want you in here so uh opened up in july of last year that's awesome congratulations on that independent business it's a lot of work it's an intimidating thing yeah but you're doing it and i imagine having like the little bit of a background that you did have and you still do have in like the local music scene was probably really beneficial in terms of like building a community and getting people like you're like essentially like booking gigs is like getting clients. Exactly. It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's exactly how it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like, uh, actually, actually when I opened up, uh, just all my friends that I knew play music started coming to me. Yeah. So it kind of got me actually, I was like, well, I kind of want to, get back into that game again. You know, I was like, I've been out of it, um, for some time now. So, uh, Jake, my buddy, um, we ended up uh, talking and stuff like that. And he gets his haircut by me, uh, which would be funny if he didn't, but, uh, (laughs) um, but yeah, yeah. It kind of got me in that, that little music scene too, because of the area and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah. With the world of just barber shops and getting into that in general, how did that happen? What was your particular, uh, how did you stumble into this line of work? How I got my foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I actually, so I'm from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and I moved here probably when I was like 23 and I met one of my exes and she cut hair. So it was kind of like, at first it wasn't even a thought. And then, um, my beard as I, well, when I was like 19, it was shitty, but it started getting better. So, um, as I, as I was like growing it out, I would always like, you know, play with it, fix it and stuff like that. And I was, you know, I was really like into it. And she was like, you know, you, did you ever think about like going to barber school? And I was like, I actually never thought of that. So, uh, that was kind of like my foot in the door. Um, and it's really, it's like really simple. Like everyone always gets barbering and hairstyle, like cosmetology mixed up and it's completely different. Um, barbering is only nine months of a program. So once you do that, you take your test and then you go from there and you, you pass your state boards and all that. And, uh, yeah, and that's it. But after I finished, I I've always had like I've always been really, really driven. So I've like watched a lot of like fellow classmates. They would 
they would get discouraged because when you get out, there's like, you got to hustle. You really got to hustle. Yeah, and it's like being in a band. Exactly. You got to get your name out there. You got to push yourself a lot more. So it was like, um, after, after all that, after I figured myself out, I, um, I was actually working two shops. Um, I would double up on Thursdays and Fridays. One shop, work the morning, yeah, uh, midday, drive all the way from Pleasant Hills to Lawrenceville. So, okay. Yeah, um, which was crazy. I mean, I, I look back on it and I'm like, and, and uh, because I love my parents, uh, we drive home to Uniontown at least once a week. So I don't even know how I did it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Uniontown's a bit of a hike. We just did a... Uh Rich's Freight Farm on Friday, mm. which, I mean, that's Smithfield. It's a little bit out there, but right. still that fucking drive. 51, there, that place is a black hole. 51. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Yeah. It says it's only like an hour, but I swear four hours go by. It, 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 I don't know what what is going on with 51. It's insane. Like yeah. Anyone that's like into paranormal shit should start investigating fucking 51. <laughs> There's something going on. Yeah. Uh, I think 43 is even <laughs> just as worse because you're just driving. And there's like, it's just blank, pretty much. Like, you're just like, this is the same. It's the same. I think it's like the drive. What's the, the, the Philadelphia? What's that? Uh, what's that interstate? Oh, uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I mean, well, I've been to Philly, but I don't, I don't, I only remember the, the local, right. the local ones. <laughs> but you know, that drive, <laughs> yeah. though, it's like one of the worst drives. The only good thing about driving out there is Hershey and, you get to go to Trogues. So that's, yeah. that's, that's the only good thing. Trogue, Trogues is fire. Hershey Park is the shit. And there's some really good breweries around that area too. Um, shout outs to, oh my God, I'm not going to remember it. I keep on wanting to say other half, but that's the one that's in Brooklyn. It has a similar name. I can't remember what it is right now, but it's, that's not going to help anybody. They're sick breweries. Message me about it later. If you're going to be in the area. I love Hershey. The place is awesome. Uh, like Trogues Shout out to Trogues too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trogues is awesome. I mean, Mad Elf. Uh, yeah, tis yeah. the season. It just came out. Oh god. <laughs> I'm still. I still have. <laughs> I still haven't had a legit like pumpkin beer. So I need to. I probably need to get on that before this week's over. So. Yeah. What What is your go to on the pumpkin beers? Oh, man, like I'm pretty simple. I know. Um, I know Oktoberfest by Sam Adams. I know that's really not a pumpkin pumpkin that's, like, that's an awesome yeah. autumn beer though yeah it's fucking I, great yeah. it's it's a good like if you're if you're it's a good drinking beer like yeah, you can have totally mul- right you can have multiple uh and not get sick um i think oh I, I think i would go with uh just pumpkin man um yeah southern tier just, just the og of them you yeah know? like uh i know they change don't they change every year like, you know, I haven't had a pumpkin in a in a while. Um, I do remember it was pretty varied. I haven't had one in a long time though, for no no reason. I said that when it comes to a lot of beer, I don't. I used to like be into that, like seeking out beer, going out of my way to get beers. Right. You know, like right. I, I'm pretty obsessive when I find out about things. <clears throat> Like, you know, whenever I first found out about heavy metal, yeah, everything metal. Right. And then I like learn about making beats and then like that's all I want to do. And then I start collecting records and then, you know, like just all these things and then podcasting. Now it's like I have this fucking studio because I just got obsessed with it. And then beer, that was another thing that happened when I first found out about it. Yeah. That obsessive like you, mentality you just, took over. Right. So uh, with all of that being said, nowadays, it's pretty much like. If something comes across my plate, I will get it. But I never go out of my way to get beer anymore. You're not like... And this is coming from somebody that, like, yeah, we used to, like, always be like, oh, there's a new brewery opening up. we got to be there on opening day and try everything. <laughs> now I'm just like, I don't fucking care. It just gets exhausting. It it does. And there, also, it's like you're, like, dedicating all this time to something that you're literally just going to piss out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and, so if it's there, I will enjoy it. But I seeking it out is, uh, it's a bit of a time suck. It's... It's, but to people that still do it, all the power to you. Right, right. Whatever yeah. makes you happy. It just doesn't make me that happy. Um, but Dogfish Head Pumpkin is my favorite pumpkin beer. You know what? I never had that. I like it. I'm going to have to do I think they, have, they do a good job on that. That will be my pumpkin beer. It's an easy one to find, too. I think that's that might be another reason why I like it so much. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've heard of it. I just actually never had it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, just it's crazy how they they jump the gun so fast. It's like, like I just said, 
I didn't even have a pumpkin beer. And then, oh yeah, the Mad Elf salt. The Mad Elf salt. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Mad Elf, like I said, but uh, I think it's a little too soon. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I uh, saying that I'll be like next week. I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the store and get myself some Mad Elf. But, uh-huh. Um, they're actually they uh, they have a one called. Have you ever had Naked Elf? Yes. Yeah, the I, Naked Elf is great. Naked Elf is really good. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had it some, uh, some bar over in, um, uh, Greenfield. No, is that Greenfield? Uh, is it Huffs? Huffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was over and I had Naked Elf, and I was like, okay, and I like it because I can have more. Um, I have three or four maybe of uh, Mad Elf, and I'm. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Have you ever had the flying mouflon? It's no. their, uh, they do like a, I don't know how often they do it, but it's like a, a barley wine that they do, but it has like, you know, like cocoa nibs and all this good stuff in it. It's like super easy to drink. And I remember when me and my girlfriend, the first time I took her to Trogues, I had been there before. She had never been there. Okay. Um, they had it there then. And, uh, I, I think that's maybe the most intoxicated we've ever been around each other. It, it was, it, 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 it's scary because we were still like, we did drive back to the hotel and everything. Uh, but like okay. we were like not in any position, but I remember like we got very, very intoxicated and then went to red Robin. I mean, there's a red Robin right there, you know, red Robin. <laughs> yum. I don't have that effect. On the board, but uh, I yeah, thought so you were gonna press the button. That would be fucking was like fire. I was like, did you set this <laughs> up the whole time? <laughs> no, dude. Uh, man, I wish, but uh, yeah. And um, the second time that we were at Trogues, yeah. we went, when we went back, um, they actually had Naked Elf there, so we had it there. Nice, nice. That was awesome. Yeah, it's so good. I like the beer. Like, so I agree with you on the beer game. Like, th- there's sometimes a little too much out there. I stick to my guns. Like I have my three beers that I drink. I love any beer. I mean, who doesn't, right? But I'm still a, actually I have um, a rep that sends me for the shop because I give beer to my clients when they sit down. Lion's Head, good old Lion's Head. Nice. I still like Lion's Head. I'm still a Miller High Life kind of dude. So I'm pretty easy going. But I guess if I had an expensive beer, I've always been a Guinness drinker, so I know it's like hit or miss for some people, but uh, that's my expensive beer, I guess. So, but um, but yeah, Lion's Head, man, I I love Lion's Head. I like I said, we have a rep for my uh, shop. Um, they give me cool little things. Yeah, I can I can drink Lion's Head. I'll tell you this: the only cheap beer that I can't do is Yingling. Mm. There's something about the way that it tastes that just does not agree with me. Oh man, it. Like I could do Miller Lite, I could do Lion's Head. Like I, I I can actually, I can drink a Miller Lite and be fine. I could drink a Lion's Head and be like, word, okay, right. But like the Yingling cannot fucking do it, dude. I I agree because I don't know two things it does to me. It gives me the worst, like the worst headache. Like and second is, when I burp. I don't know. I don't know what it, it it smells like something crawled out of me and died. Sure. Like, like my one buddy back home would call it salami burps. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I didn't have salami. And he's like, dude, it smells like salami. You know what fucks me up? That uh the like the that fake cheese, not cheese stuff that you get with nachos, or sometimes they put it on cheese fries. Yeah. That like yeah. it's like the plastic cheese. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff just turns me into an atomic bomb. <laughs> and like I just like my fucking ass just smells like it, just, it smells like all the shit that's ever shat in the world. It's insane. Just death. Just yeah, pure death. I, it's, I just eat like two fucking nachos and it's game fucking over. So like, I definitely have to stay away from that stuff. Now go. I don't know what the fuck it is, but that stuff is like me. I don't know. It just kills science. Me. I don't know. I wish there was like some science person that can break down what it is about that stuff that fucks with me you need that guy on your podcast yeah. you need that guy to just sit there and talk about what's <laughs> wrong with that cheese you know yeah. um now do you know going into it you are you like is it a love hate thing like you're like i love you but i know what's gonna happen yeah I, I i stay away from it for the most part there's certain exceptions sometimes uh like say i'm at kennywood yeah potato patch I'll do the fries. Yeah. Which shout outs to Kennywood. Me and my girlfriend are actually going tonight. Fright night. We're going to fright night tonight. We nice. haven't been able to go all month. The weather's fucking beautiful today. Nice. No rain. Nice. It's a Sunday, so it won't be too busy. 
we're fucking doing it tonight. Uh, so good for you. Yeah, I'm good stoked. For, enjoy. Yourself. I'm a big theme park guy. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, that's why like we go out to Hershey a lot for Hershey Park. Right. Um, we just did a week in Disney. Love Kennywood. Yeah. Uh, like big theme park guy. Cedar Point, Kings Island. Like we're like I have this uh old man goal. <laughs> I wanna I wanna try to ride as many roller coasters as possible. Yeah. So like you know like my goal is like I want to ride every operating roller coaster in the United States. <laughs> it's like it's not unachievable because there's definitely like 19 year old kids on youtube that have read like 800 roller coasters right, that have like right. their fucking vlogs right right so if that fucking turd can do it i can do it you can do it but uh the big uh the next big trip that we want to do is there's a theme park in the uk called alton towers okay and uh that's the next year trip the nice. big one but getting back on topic and things yeah owning a business I mean, so there's this thing. We'll say, like, relating this to a roller coaster, owning a business. It can be a bit like a roller coaster, I imagine. And, yeah. And very hectic. Whenever you were getting into this, you know what I mean? Did you imagine that you would ever own a business? No. Okay. No. And now that you do, do you think that it's harder or easier to manage? Or is it about what you expected? Uh, it's about 50-50 for yeah. me. Yeah. Is there like some things that maybe you thought would be easy that aren't and then vice versa? Yeah. Um, I I would say the daily it's not even my it's not even my clients. I would say the daily random people and random kind of I'll say this dumb questions you get, like the people come in off the streets. Being a tattoo artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's like they'll come in and be like, Do you guys cut hair? And I'm just like, what? And then sure. I need to, I need to have like, uh, I, I just need to have a button just to press something, you know, when they come in. So I don't even need to speak. Cause you know, I hear, <laughs> I, I hear this every day. And then, um, just the other day I was sitting there and I was waiting on my client and two people, uh, two people roll up and they're walking past and it literally says barbershop. Thank you. Got it it says a uh, barbershop on the front barbershop on the top there's a spinny pole that usually indi indicates there's a barbershop here and the older gentleman was looking in and i can hear her say i don't even know what this place is and i'm like are you kidding me so <laughs> um so that i i guess to answer your question though uh i would i would say just the daily uh people coming in and out and it's just like it wears you down a lot um, overhead for a barbershop, I tell people it's very, very small. Like it's not owning your, like a, like a coffee shop or a restaurant or a bar. Sure. You don't have like supplies that you always have to buy and like things that expire and things right. like that, where you're right. trying to like meet a certain demand. It's like you right. have your supplies. Yeah. And for the most part, even like a tattoo shop, like you have to get new ink and new sterilizing and stuff. And I mean, like, yeah, obviously you got to get some sterilizing stuff for the barbershop. But for the right. most part, it's like scissors, razor, some maintaining some equipment and yeah. things like that. Yeah. There's Just cleaning up, like sweeping and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And it's it, a lot more manageable, I imagine. Right. And it's uh, like I said, it's your barber side that we keep our combs in, you know, disinfect it. We have dif uh, disinfected spray, all that stuff. But it's. It's really, really simple. Like I said, I, I would say the the biggest part is just random people, but that's a part of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think gotta, that there's, there's that part of you that wants the random people to come in because that could become a new regular. Right, right, yeah. And usually a lot of times if you get one new regular, that means it's really going to be maybe two or three because they're going to tell somebody. Right. And they might get another person in, but there's always just that, like, what what is this? Yeah, you're just element like. element that you just got to deal with. <laughs> You're like, am I getting punked right now? Like, who's sending these people in? Like, like I, uh, it, it's it's a hassle, but like you said, it it does open the door for new clientele. Uh, you know, and um, and the other thing too, I think that there's something to learn from those people because like sometimes I'll think about how much I put myself out there as a we'll just say entertainer whether it is I put myself out there. I have the podcast, right? I have my bands that I play in. I have my work, other work that I do, freelancing and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. All these things that I do. And there's people that I'm friends with on social media or I'm connected with. 
and they don't even know that I do everything that I do just because, you know, they're just not tuned into it. Right. So it makes me think sometimes like when I meet somebody that doesn't know that I like do rap stuff, it's like, oh, like, is that person just dumb (laughs) or am I just not doing a good enough job in the same way where it's like somebody walks past your place and it's like, oh, what is this? Right. Is it, are they dumb or can you do better exactly. to make your barbershop look more like a barbershop? Right, right, so you right. can like learn from those sort of things right. because like nowadays everybody's like attention span and willing to figure things out. It's so fucking small. It oh feels like God. it's so narrow. Yeah. So like you only have like that like millisecond to get somebody's attention and let them know 1000% what you do. Right. And I don't know like what you're supposed to do to yeah. do that yeah so yeah. it makes it hard because you have like your branding and your theme that you want to have and you want to have like a comfortable environment you don't want yep. it to be like sports clips motherfucker <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't yeah but right, right uh you know you also want to be able to make sure that people that are like just passing through know what the fuck it is right yeah and and the uh the whole sports club thing is fun. <laughs> it's funny they're hot towel we do hot towels there, but we don't, maybe i need to uh, i'll tell you this nothing seems more uncomfortable than the experience of going to sports clips oh man it just seems so yeah. outrageous to me right right that i i just think like it's so it's generic you know um but there are big they're a big chain. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. They're huge. Um, that's why, you know, I tried to do more. Like, I, um, maybe I should advertise the hot towel. Maybe I should get a sandwich board. That's <laughs> making people know, like, come see your barber and get a hot towel. Maybe that, maybe I need to get a sandwich board. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, um, I just, I know, I know, um, owning my own shop it's 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 just it has been stressful but it's something that i know i wouldn't want to go back on like i'm not gonna go back like i'm very very like happy where i you know and and fortunate like i said i keep repeating that i have awesome clients that followed me you know like because without them we our area up there is not built up yet where we can have a flow of you know walk-in business so it really does help that um, they trust me and they keep coming back. So yeah, it's yeah. super cool with owning the business and let's get a bit into just like, we were talking briefly just about branding, <clears throat> yeah, marketing, advertising. This is something that I like to talk about a lot with bands, but obviously you're a business owner, so this is no different. Um, how is the internet making your life hard owning like, a business? Uh, Do you find that it's easy having all of these social media platforms and things to promote your stuff? Or do you find that it's like difficult because of algorithms or like, Hey, give us money if you want people to see this and yeah. like that sort of stuff. Like what are you dealing with as a business owner? Um, actually the biggest, I think the biggest thing for us, this is so random. So I keep getting people come in newer clients and I'm like, I always ask, how did you find us out? You know, did you, was it, Instagram was it uh, Google or wherever they're like no Reddit and I'm like whoa okay and it blew my mind because I'm like people I didn't know there was like a world out there that people were using Reddit yeah I'm that's probably my biggest mistake in my life is that I've just never used Reddit and I don't know anything about it but apparently a lot of people use it I mean Reddit's killing it. I mean, <laughs> I still think that format is screwed up because when you get on there, I'm like, I it, it's it hasn't changed. You think they would have changed it, but it's terrible. You get on there, you don't even know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, Reddit people, I they come in and I'm like, how how did you find me? And they're like, you know what? I looked up what's the best uh, beard trim or haircut in the city, and dark root has been brought up a lot of times I actually have to go on there I, I i keep telling myself i'm gonna go on there and read the comments but i'm not into that tuned into that stuff because yeah. i block all that stuff out because it'll drive you nuts you yeah. know like Dude, i 100 agree and it's like a lot of people i've talked about this briefly before but like i don't i try to use my phone and social media the least amount that i possibly can right And that's coming from somebody that like literally like it's like, okay, well, I have the podcast, 
I have my day job at Get Hip Records. I have Sykes and New Violence, Grey Walker, my DJ nights that I do. Five things times three or four social media platforms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I manage close to like two dozen social media platforms. Okay. So, and I have to post to all of them and it's exhausting as fuck. Right. So I just try to stay off of it. And, but like, sometimes like I'll be around and I feel like I'm always dropping the ball. I have that, like people call it like that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Because like, because like I don't fuck with like stories. I'm not always updating stuff and be like, check me out this, 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 you know? Right. right. I just get so fucking tired. But I also know that like, I need to be on there. You need to be grinding and hustling and putting yourself out there because if you're not like right, somebody else is going to, that's posting more than you is going to be more recognizable. And that's why there are people that are connected with me and have been for years that don't even know that like I play in a metal band and stuff like that. It's crazy. You have to, yeah, it's, that's a good point. You have to push yourself and it is, it's exhausting. Like maybe I'm doing too much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. You're like, I, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's exhausting. I know that for sure. Um, even, you know, I try to keep up with our Instagram and posting updated pictures because Instagram does help us out a lot and it's free. I mean, it's, it's great. You know, picture tells, you know, especially with what you're doing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's great. So, you know, like someone coming in and all they have to do is, all right, I'm going to Google this barbershop. And if you go on our website, it's darkrootpgh.com. You go on there, our feed from our Instagrams on there, you know, you're like, okay, um, I want either Ricky and uh, my other guy that works there. His name's Zach. You see, we, when we post a picture, it's like haircut by Ricky, haircut by Zach. So, you know, going into it, you know what you're getting into. It's not going into a, I know people tell me horror stories where they <laughs> they're out traveling or something and, and they're like, I don't know what to do. And I tell everybody the biggest thing you need to do is hashtag whatever, like find a hashtag or whatever city you're in. Like I'm always hashtagging PGH barber, you know, Pittsburgh barber. Yeah. And it just helps out a lot, you know? So I always tell people, keep in mind, just do that. But yeah, man, um, internet, social media, it's a drag. It really is. But I mean, I think it, it is beneficial uh, for sure. Um, and I, uh, I'm like you though, when I'm on there, I'm like, why am I still on? <laughs> why am yeah. I on Instagram? I've yeah. already seen what, what I have to it, see, you know? It's like the one thing I've been thinking about a lot. Um, and maybe you might be able to relate with me just as like a, a business owner. I hate the fact that with something like, with most social media, yeah, the fact that you are a barbershop, mm-hmm. you're treated the exact same way as a business owner is like Coca-Cola. Yeah. And yeah. like you have to like play by the same rules as like all of these other businesses. And I think that it is completely absurd that somebody like Dark Root Barbershop, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I don't know how many likes you have on Facebook, maybe a couple thousand. I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm sure that it's not like. 1.2 million or whatever like some big business but you're literally like subjected to the same like throttling and algorithm f- feeding stuff that like a big business is and i wish that like these social media companies would do something where like say you're a, like a, a local business but like your page has under 10,000 followers right you're not like subjected to like these crazy things yeah because ultimately <clears throat> these like social media platforms i think that like if they took off that like uh whatever it is the words escaping me but like uh the way that like the stuff that you post how it gets fed to the people that like your page right like people could like your page but they're not even going to see what you're posting because you're not paying for the post yeah I think that that's completely ridiculous if like your page only has like a couple thousand or a couple hundred followers yeah yeah because if say Facebook, if they took that off mm. and they actually let you like build up this organic thing to a point that you might actually be able to make enough money to give them hundreds of dollars instead of like five or 10 bucks here and there. Right. You know, right. it's like, it's like bullshit. It's like, they're like giving small business hell for pennies 
but I guess it's working for them because probably the majority of people that have pages on Facebook are, you know, very tiny people. The Coca-Colas of the world are very rare. Right. So they're probably right. making a fucking killing off those five and ten bucks. But right. it's like, it's a fucking nightmare. It sucks, Even with man. the, it's like, and I just, like, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but, like, I can tell you this. It's like one of those things where, like, for the longest time, you know, I was throwing five bucks a week on or five bucks an episode for every for promoting all these episodes and yeah. it would get like i would get a certain amount of number like i would get a certain amount of engagements from that okay over the past month mm-hmm. that has gone pretty much to like one-fourths of what i was getting before the content's not any different but what the the amount that i'm uploading things isn't any different yeah but like the engagement that i'm getting right is easily it's one fourth of what it was. Wow. And it's like, wow. Okay. Like what? <laughs> Do you want more money? Right. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, is it that, or is like the content I'm putting out just not, has it just not been interesting? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to ask myself that, but I'm also like, okay, is this a thing where it's like, okay, we'll let you get away with giving us five bucks, but now we want 10. Now right. we want 15. Now we want 20. It just keeps going up. Yeah. 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 No, I agree because there's options on there to post your pictures and for ten dollars and push it out there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, come on, like you know, we're out here hustling and trying to make a you know a living and make my shop more known. I mean, we don't have a lot of followers. I mean, we've been open only for uh, over a year, yeah, year and a half now. Um, and yeah, it's like it's it's difficult. I mean, I don't play. That's what I mean. I don't. I try not to play those number games because like. I think we only have like 500 something followers, but my, it's funny. Cause my client and I were talking about this the other day and he was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, he's a photographer. And he's like, I find myself in this same situation. He's like, I got to post at this time. I got to post at this time, you know? And I'm like, that just seems so much work. Like, yeah, it's, I don't you even know? think that that's worth it anymore because like the way that the social media platforms distribute content to people that are viewing it it's mm-hmm. not in real time anymore you've ever noticed that like sometimes you'll see something that a friend of yours posted like two days ago right and you'll see that same thing over and over again but you're not seeing stuff that somebody else posted like two minutes ago right it's because it's like the way that the uh the way that i understand the algorithms work is like they distribute content to you from people you interact with the most yeah and I think that there's even parts of it where it's like, even if you like stop and like you look at somebody's page, yeah, like they'll start feeding you that content. It's kind of similar to how like YouTube is where like, if you watch like one video about how to play smells like teen spirit on the cello or something, <laughs> like all of a yeah. sudden your whole fucking feeds cello videos. It's like, what the fuck? I was just, right, right. I was just trying to watch this silly thing. And now it's like, or like, you know, somebody sends you this fucking thing where it's like, Oh, check out this. Like, this really horrible political thing that happened. So you check it out. And the next thing you know, it's like your whole fucking feed is all like the atrocities of he- mankind. And you're like, God right. damn it. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> and that's another, speaking of YouTube, cause I'll play, I have a TV in there and I don't play sports. I don't, play, it's all music. Like, yeah. um, occasionally we'll, we'll put on like something from Netflix or something old, like an old TV show, but YouTube really needs to get there their shit together on that because i was playing i I played a pop punk playlist and out of nowhere it's like corn came up and i'm like i mean uh, (laughs) i don't know like i was like okay like you know like the freak is off the leash apparently (laughs) (laughs) right right i actually think it was that song um or yeah yeah so um uh i was just like so random but yeah um yeah, man. Uh, social media is yeah, it's crazy, but um, I'm I'm in on that. Uh, it's tough the posting and all that stuff. I just don't do. I post my picture. If it gets ten likes, it gets ten likes. You know, like yeah. my business is basically word of mouth. It's that's how I get. I have roommates that like one came in and then he goes home and he's like, "Oh, dude, you got an awesome haircut. Where are you going? Go to Dark Root." And then it's like a chain, and then they just keep coming. So. Um, and I pride myself on that too, because my shop's very welcoming. Um, you know, I, it's open doors to anybody, any walk of life. Um, that's, you know, that's how I've been my whole life. Um, and it's great. Um, I have awesome clients. I'm fortunate for that. I've had in the past, I've had some, um, 
some rough ones. Um, and then I actually got the question the other day. It was like, have you ever like let a client go? And I was like, I had to do it once. And it was the worst experience I ever had to How do. How does that work? Oh man. And I'm such a, like, I'm such a nice guy. Like I, I'm not confrontational. So like yeah. I try to go my out of the way, not to like, you know, I don't like, like pretty much telling people bad news or, you know, get raising hell, I guess. Um, well, it's just, I had to like this guy, he was, uh, just always late. Um, and I stand, my standard for the shop is like, I'm not going to do a late fee. Cause I believe like, if you're always on time, right. I'm not going to make you one time because you're late once pay a late fee. I just okay. don't think it's fair to ruin it for everybody else. So this guy, blah, blah, blah. He was late, um, missed appointments. And once I moved over to my shop, he was his first appointment over there did not show up. And I'm like, it just becomes a point where, yeah, I'm trying to run a business. This is my livelihood, you know? Yeah. Totally. So I had to send that dreaded text message. And I was like, Hey man, <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm going to have to let you go. And I, I was very nice about it. And he wasn't so kind with his words. And, sure. uh, I just said, um, that's your opinion. Um, and I, I hope, I uh, hope you take care. And that was it. So it was awkward. So I could never be like a legit boss of a corporation or anything. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I'd be like, well, I think you could, cause you did it. I, I guess. Uh, but I feel like I'm like the Michael Scott, like, uh, like of the, like I feel like like because the very first season of Mike uh, the the Office yeah. I don't know if you you remember Michael had to fire someone and he goes between these two guys it's Creed and another guy and I just feel like that's me like it takes so much for me to be like okay enough is enough so yeah I had to I had to let him go so no I I get that I I feel really similar in terms of the ways that I've had to like kind of dodge people coming on the podcast mm -hmm. um, because there are a lot of people that hit me up to come on the show and I just know some are just bad ideas or like just not people that I want to work with but I'm also right. super nice and I don't want to be like no and like when people like cancel I don't want to be like uh, like no you can't come right, back. But there, right. I, there's definitely some people that have like blown me off multiple times without even like apologizing uh, and it's see. like bro fuck you yeah yeah like, but i'm not like that right you know right, what i right. mean i'm the same way i mean and but it's like eventually you do got to figure out like what is right for you and right to mean like obviously that's like you know you set time aside for a client and you expect them to be there you know that's money that's time that you're setting aside and like there may have been somebody else that wanted to come and you said i can't i'm booked up right right and it's and those people don't think about that they don't understand that no man they're they're very self those are self-centered people you know they don't think oh okay like you know it's just it's not you're not losing money like i could sit there like fortunate for me i'm booked up week in and week out um I do a uh, an app which makes it my life so much easier. Nobody's texting me. Nobody's like, "Can you put me in?" It goes to that app. It's called the Cut, um, and it goes right to that app. I accept it or I decline it. I can like block out my schedule. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just, um, it just, yeah, yeah, man. Like, it's crazy because like they don't think of that, and they, you know, like this person they're like man he'll come in and he'll be like man i've been trying to i've been trying to get in he's nice about it he's like you've been booked up that's awesome i can't even get in with you and i'm like yeah but the people that cancel on you right away don't think of that that other person that could have been in that spot like you said so it's a i mean people are people right yeah they're just gonna, they're the, gonna, the, the thing that i've figured out is that people that don't have that sort of forethought to understand what somebody else's time is worth yeah. They're not going to get it. And right. It's fine. I'm not going to be the person to explain it to you. I'm not your fucking father. Yeah. But I also have no interest in you being any part of my life. Like, right. it's just like, right. I don't mean to sound cold. It's just like, no, like no. if you're going to dick around like that, like, I don't, 
I've been alive long enough that I feel like I can determine who I want to be around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, I feel like that's, so it's like, I just don't want to be around people that are like not considerate of other people's (laughs) time. Like, even if I may be able to potentially make money from you and as like somebody that does a lot of freelance work, like Mm -hmm. money's important. Yeah. I have bills, you know, the older you get, the more expensive life gets. I don't know how that works. It just fucking happens. Just does. (laughs) You're never going to be out. You're you're never be out of debt. Like that's, that's a true fact. It's just like one of those things where it's like, I mean, like even like with the podcast, you know what I mean? It's like now that I have this space and you know, there's, there's overhead for the podcast now. It's like, if I break it down, every episode costs a certain amount to produce. Yeah. And the fact that like, like I told you before, like I had a guest that canceled earlier that was mm-hmm. supposed to be here. Right. So now it's like, if I wanted to be like a total psychopath, I could say that, you know, the cost for this episode to produce this episode has technically doubled because I lost an episode today. Right. You know what right, I mean? Because right, like I'm right. paying a certain amount to be here. Right. Right. And like people don't think about that. They don't, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, like fuck, you know, I typically book episodes out with people like a month in advance, if not more. Yeah. And when people like the day of are like, I don't think it's going to be able to happen. It's like, okay, that's fine. Either right. like, you know, you have like things come up. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay. Um, you know, it's just something that I need to be super aware of. And I am super aware of and I accept it because <laughs> at the same time, it's not like we're just here talking bullshit. And I'm going to upload this on the internet. <laughs> it's not like a big priority for a lot of people, you know? And that, I, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of the things where it's like, if you're going to need to reschedule, which this is a reschedule, right? But no. it's just one of those things where it's like, Hey, I'm an if ass. I didn't have the patience to be able to deal with that, I wouldn't have a show for five years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Easily. Yeah. But I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, tell me you can't do it. Tell me why. Yeah. And we'll reschedule it. Right. And, and at least it's like, there's like, there's like, there's been times where it's like people cancel because like, oh, like I, I can't get a ride. Come on. And like, like I'm sitting here, like everything's set up. You you're like, like, you're like, like 20 ready. minutes before yeah. ready to yeah. go. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Right. Right. Like, or you're, you're like, it's like, it's like, that's, I, I'm happy that you're like a creative person and doing work. But like, if we do actually sit down, all I'm going to talk to you about is like time management. Like, bro, if you fucking, <laughs> plan to do something a month in advance yeah yeah you know like oh that would be work funny. it out they show up and you just have <laughs> you have this list you're just like listen uh-huh we're actually not gonna even talk about what you do this is this is what we're gonna talk about you jackass mm-hmm. um no i i completely agree like i i have <laughs> like I feel like telling my clients that too like listen we're not even gonna get a haircut today bro like we're just gonna <laughs> We're going to talk about your life and, and how you should manage your life. Sure. Um, Patience is yeah. a virtue, as they say, though. Yeah. And when um, you're in a position like you or like me, like with this, where it's like you're constantly scheduling appointments with people from all different walks of life that have different levels of responsibility and priorities. Yeah. It's like you just got to like be willing to compromise. You have In to, order to right. keep things going. Right. Like I, I had a client that was actually stranded on a boat in the middle of like almost he was close near and they were having that um big storm in japan just recently okay and literally like i'll have people won't even give me a simple hey like you said just apologize and say why you can't i have people that legit won't even say this and this guy is one of my like best clients and stuck in a hurricane on a boat and he found a little bit of Wi-Fi, and I believe him because he travels a lot. So he's like finding time to text me back, and he gets into my shop Saturday, and is so apologetic. And I was like, "Dude, I was just worried for your life. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you do not have to explain to me anymore. Like, please, like, you're fine. Like, it's uh, it just goes to show you. I mean, everyone's different. So I mean, it's it's just what it is, right?" Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. So with stuff outside of owning a business, mm-hmm. barbershop, beer, we mentioned before that you do some music stuff, right? I don't know what you want to talk about, what you want to maybe leave undercover until it's ready to 
announce. I know you're working on some things. I don't know. What do you want to talk about music wise? I, I actually talked to him last night and he, he said when they Northern gold, they're awesome people. Um, Jake, he was like, yeah, I brought it up and I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, all right, because I don't, I'm the type where, you know, I don't, you know, maybe to some people they, you know, I don't want to make myself bigger than what I am. You know, it's just yeah. a little, little project. Uh, yeah, I got a, a bunch of stuff coming up actually. Um, uh, Boa is the project name um, that Jake and I, and um, actually the keyboard player Monty. Yeah, he will be playing drums. Cool. Um, it's kind of kind of be like it's gonna be awesome because I like the collab with a lot of people. Like I, <clears throat> I want other. Just because I'm gonna be screaming on it doesn't mean I want I don't want other screamers. I'm not self-centered. Like I think the more individuals, the more talent you have on something is cool. And for us, I mean, as far as I know, it's just a recording thing. Um, I think it's gonna be great because I want different uh people on this little EP. Um I won't go as far as the, what the EP, but it's gonna be it's a cool name. It's a cool idea what we have. Um, but I'm just excited to do music again. I actually started last year with the band originally the fell safe. We just called herself fell safe. Um, a best friend of mine was like, Hey man, I want to do music. And I actually, I, so to take it back, I played bass a long time ago for a band called beyond daylight. And I play a little bit of acoustic guitar, but I'm not like, that was, I always felt like I was just like, a I'm kinda, no John Mayer. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to shred over here. <laughs> um, but uh, I always just felt like it wasn't my thing. Like it wasn't my thing. And I didn't even know until like two or three years ago that I could actually scream. Um, uh, I just, I always say I'm just yelling things. But um, yeah, I found that talent out. And um, my buddy Ben was like, I'd like to do a, this project again. So we started on the EP, um, finished it in a year. And unfortunately last, uh, well, yeah, it would have been May and May his, uh, his Mac just fried, but it, all of our stuff was on that. Oh no. Yeah. But it was good old iCloud. It was on iCloud. So he was in the process of moving and I was going to be like, Hey dude, come on, let's push this stuff out because it's small peanuts. It's not a big deal, but for the first time I was able to be on a full length album and it was my vocals. It was just, you know, and I was something I was proud of because I didn't know I had that talent and it was yeah. great. So, yeah. So is that stuff like available? Is that out now? Uh, it's actually going to be out um, the end of November or beginning of December. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Dead Sea. Um, Fell safe. It'll be on all the cool platforms. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I don't know what it is, but Google every time because I put all my files in a music folder. I don't know. Do you have Gmail? Yeah. I don't know what it why it keeps doing this to me, but I click on the little tab and I go to music, click on the song because I'm at the gym. I'm in the car. I want to relive the song because we don't have it out yet. So I'm going to these files. <laughs> it just kicks me off. It'll go right on. And I actually have to log on from the web browser and not the app. I don't know if it's something with the oh. app, but yeah, I don't know. I've been having that. It's frustrating. I yeah, I, I have Gmail, but I don't, I've not, I don't like use a lot. I don't, I don't think I use it for like listening to uh, audio files or anything. So I yeah. can't, I can't help you with that, that little predicament. <laughs> it's, it sucks because I'm like, ah, I want to listen to Do this. Do you see yourself doing any music stuff that's not just going to be like studio focused or is it just kind of like easier right now with the business to do that sort of stuff? I think for my, for the most part, um, when I was in that, uh, fell safe, I, we were going to do a show maybe once every few months, which is great for, you know how it is. I yeah. mean, um, I remember being in playing it. A little, remember Keynote Cafe? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We played there like 4,000 times, uh -huh. but you had that opportunity because you're 19, 20 years old and sure. you could just keep, you know, it'd be like snowing in uh, December and you're like, ah, oh, let's go play in front of two people, you know? Yeah. Like, so the thing that I've found is this uh, as you get older, 
unless you're playing music that is for a younger demographic, which is not what I'm doing. I mean, it doesn't mean people that are younger might like it, but I'm just kind of still doing the same shit that I've always been doing, just an evolved version of it, right? Right. Um, But the people that like my stuff, it's kind of like my, we'll say my friend base and my fan base is aged with me. Mm -hmm. So as we get older, a lot of people that I'm friends with, they have other things going on too. They have their jobs, families, right, school, et cetera. Right. Going out to them is no longer like, a, oh, let's go to a place like the Keynote Cafe or like a Mr. Roboto project here in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for the people that are my age range in our 30s, if they're going out, it's like they don't want to go to places like that. Right. And it makes playing shows a little bit harder for us because we're not in this opportunity where it's like, Oh, we can always be playing at the fucking Rex theater or (laughs) or somewhere else. You know, you can't always fucking do it. We get to every once in a while. Right. But it's like the amount that we want to play versus the amount that we can actually realistically play in venues where people will come. Yeah. It's like, it's so skewed. And it's like one of these things where like, you know, five years ago, I didn't have to think about this. And now it's like, now I'm always thinking about it. It's like, I never thought about when we were taking, accepting to play a show, like, oh, are people actually going to want to go to this place? I never even thought about it. But now it's like, I don't think anybody that I know is going to even want to go to Roboto. As much as like, I think the spot's great. And I think it's awesome for like the youth and stuff like that. But if like my fucking metal band plays there, nobody that sees us is going to want to go there. Because the people that come see us also want to be able to like, get a bunch of beers and go somewhere and get food. And like, you can't, you can't drink in Roboto. No. And the only thing no. to eat around there is like pizza and pizza's good. But like, you know, yeah, that's yeah. not, it's not like a night out for adults. Yeah. So yeah. it makes it really fucking tricky. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really, really hard. I mean, um, that's why just, you know, being a business owner and stuff like that right now, these are perfect because obviously Jake has got his, you know, that's his, he's got his main gig. And this is just like a little side project that he wanted. He felt like his, he he was like, I'm going stale. He's like, I can't, I need to, I need to have something else. And, you know, he's been in metal stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, he brought it to my attention and I, I, I was, I was like, I don't know. I was kind of like taken back a little bit that he wanted my vocals and, I'm just excited to push my like myself out there because not a lot of people know who I am and they're like, I didn't know this dude screen. I don't even know who this guy is. And I'm confident in my stuff. So I'm excited for the Felsafe project, the that EP to drop. And then um this fall winter we will be doing the BOA project. So probably like I'd say sometime spring, maybe. Boa, yeah. the EP will be out for Boa too. So yeah. it's exciting, but maybe we'll get all of you, you fucking guys back in here. I, we'll, we'll chat about it. I actually, <laughs> I was telling him last night, I was going to have him come on today. And he was like, just ask him. He's like, if, if it's okay, I will. But he's like, I don't want to step on your toes. And I, I thought it would have been cool, but he, uh, he, he looked at me before he left last night and he was like, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty drunk. Uh, he's like, I'm going to need all day to, to, uh, to recover. And I was like, it's all good. No, dude. I'm glad so. that I'm glad that me and you got a chance just to chat about the barbershop and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and then sure. fucking down the road, whenever you guys are ready, we'll fucking, we'll get both of you. We'll get, get all you on. That'd right. Be, that'd be awesome. Right. And maybe actually we might play, I mean, event, like maybe we'll play a show and maybe we'll play a show with you. I that mean, would be cool. I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting as you know um i'm still dude i'll catch myself listening to the oldest emo shit it's like i'll i'll put on mcr and i know i'm I, i'm a sucker for that stuff like i'll put on um armor for sleep sure you know like that stuff is never gonna leave me. no it's the know? stuff that you grew up with right right it's yeah it's like uh fucking it's so funny to think of this but like you figure um, you know, the generations before us that, you know, never stopped listening to Crosby, Stills and Nash or, you yeah, know, yeah. Led Zeppelin or whatever. Right. Like, in 20 years, there's going to be a bunch of fucking 50 year olds that are still like, yeah, armor for sleep thrice. 
Yes, yes. Silverstein. Yeah, like, that's yeah. going to be the shit that they like. Yes, yes. It's like, it's really, and they're going to be covered in tattoos. <laughs> this is so fucking funny, but it's just our it makes sense. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's just our generation. It's so funny, like, the, just like a, that discussion of, like, how uh, rock music has changed and, you know, all these little phases of music that only existed for, like, you know, these, like, five-year periods. It's yeah. Like, rock music in general is still so young. Like, it's like rock and roll isn't even 100 years old yet. No. And you think about the trajectory of life and we're all supposed to know like what rock and roll is. And we can say like, oh, that's not rock music. This, you know, it's right. Like, we've been on this planet for thousands of years and rock music has existed for like <laughs> 60. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like nobody knows what it is. It's yeah. going to always evolve. Yeah, it's right. Like, right. It's it always is. I mean. Um, granted, I don't think Imagine Dragons is what we need to be uh, aspiring to in that realm of rock music personally, but uh, yeah. uh, it'll go somewhere good. I only, I only know one of their songs and I guess they went downhill from that one. Right. I don't know. I don't know. They're just, I, I, <laughs> they're like the band. They're like the go-to band for me when I can think about everything that's wrong with not only rock music, but pop music. I just right. think they're incredibly boring songwriters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I know I only know that one song because I'm a Pittsburgh Penguin fan and they would always play <laughs> that song. So, like, that's the only reason I know that song. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I still think the music is always going to be in you and it's um, it's something that will never go away. Like, I have a hard time actually finding. I have a friend that always is updated on new artists and I'm like, dude, it's like, like you said, searching on the internet, being on it. it. Like, I'm like, I have these main core of bands that I still go with, you know? And then like, it's like, you, you're like, who is this band? It's hard to keep up. Um, and kudos to those bands. Cause they're, they're out there hustling, doing their thing. But, uh, I, yeah, man, I still stick to my guns and it's same old, same old. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, Silverstein favorite, every. The the way I find out about bands is like the way uh, I find out about beers, you know, nowadays right, going back right. to that. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't seek out a whole lot of stuff anymore, but if something comes across my plate in one way or another, I'm always happy to check it out or give it a taste. Right. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. Um, excited. Uh, hope, like I said, um, uh, I hope we can all get on here one day. Us, uh, all Definitely the, open the, invitation. Sweet. You just let me know yeah. when you want to come on and we'll make it happen. Sweet, man. Totally. So for anybody out there who may still be watching and or listening as we are wrapping up, we've hit our hour. Why don't you let people know where they can find Dark Root Barbershop on the internet? All right. On, a, on the internet is darkrootpgh.com. And we are located uh, 815 East Warrington Ave, Allentown. Awesome. And they're also on Instagram, probably have a Facebook page, all this yeah. thing, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Look them up if you need to get a haircut. I don't have any hair. I do have a beard. Maybe I'll let this fucker grow out and then <laughs> you can come do something nice with it. Sick. Because I'm always just like, you know. It gets to a certain part, and then I'm like, well, I just grab the fucking, I grab the two out of the thing, just fucking yeah. buzz my whole face evenly, and then that's fucking it. Quick, Pretty lazy. Quick question. Though. Yeah. What's the longest you have ever grown your beard? Like, um, did you keep track, like, ever? So the longest my beard has ever gotten was probably, like, down to here. Okay. Um, I Whenever Grey Walker recorded our last album, the day that we started recording it, yeah. I stopped shaving it. And I didn't shave until I was going to say, I, was, I said we were, I was going to shave it after our release show. Okay. So it took us about a little over a year. So, so I, I went for like a year without shaving it. That's sick. And then I still didn't shave it for probably like another four or five months after that. Wow. It got pretty gnarly. Yeah. It was long. Um, And uh, it was funny actually going back to actually... The one, the first thing that made me realize, like, uh, the first thing that happened that made me realize that I needed to shave the beard was actually <laughs> at Hershey Park. Oh, okay. Okay. So we were on, fuck, I can't remember the roller coaster right now, but it's like, it's one of the more intense roller coasters at Hershey Park. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the ride, like, my beard was like all like split and like 
crazy just from like being on the ride. Like it was like completely, it wasn't like inconvenient, you know, all I had to do was just kind of put it back. But I was yeah, just like, yeah. I think this thing's getting too long. Oh, Cause like man. we were on rides and I could like feel it like, there's just like swaying in yeah. the breeze with the ride. And I was like, this is getting a little absurd. Yeah, uh, like almost like the the beard uh, bearded guy on the, the T-shirt I gave you. Yeah. Just like all just like going crazy. With the, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> it was uh, a little intense. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I did shave it and. uh I think that um I was I was happy about it. It was it was fun to have it, but it was uh it was it was just a little much. Yeah, I always say that there's a there's beards are supposed to be like low maintenance. There becomes a point where I actually grew mine out last year for almost over a year. And there becomes a point where there's everything get it everything gets in your mustache. I found that oatmeal hates my mustache. Uh oh, yeah. it'd just be like all in it. I'm walking around. Nobody tells me. Oh yeah, but I'm like eating. <laughs> uh, like there's a there's a a cafe down the street from my house. The pear and the pickle. Shout outs to them. <laughs> we'll use that noise again. Sure, why not? I love that one. And uh, I go there every morning and I get an egg sandwich before I head to work. Okay. And it got to a point where like I was just smelling egg all day just because it was it was in you know like, right right it's like in like. I could wash my face as much as I want to, but if I eat anything, that's like the first thing that I eat that day. Yeah. That's it. I'm just smelling it forever. All day. All day. Yeah. That that's the thing. I like, like that is gross. Eggs, if you really think eggs about eggs it. All day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, I, I take it. I probably shouldn't make my next beard oil be egg smell. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Hey, no. 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 I wouldn't uh, go with egg. All right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, even with that, like, I think, you know, just the maintenance, like back to what I was saying, you're supposed to have a beard because you don't want to shave all the time because that gets to be a hassle. But then when your beard gets too, too long, it's like, all right, this is a lot of maintenance. You know, like, like you uh-huh. said, your beard was out to here. You're getting off the ride worrying about, you know, yeah, it, you I, I, I wasn't worried about it. I just thought it was like, it was just hysterical just because it was like such a right, mess. Right, right. And I was like, this is so, this is a, I haven't had this sensation in a long time it's like you said like low maintenance i'm yeah. so used to just like get up and go right but this right was, I was like this is a fucking catastrophe and now it's like anytime i see somebody that has like a really extravagant beard or a mustache yeah i'm like all the power to you but like i hope your ego is okay because it's like it's so much uh, effort oh dude it's yeah so it's so much effort it's it looks cool you look like a hard ass, <laughs> but, but it's, it's so too, much it's effort. So, yeah. But if that's how you want to spend your time, that's cool. Do it. You know, we're, yeah. we're all adults. We can all do what we want to do. You know what I mean? Some of us, you know, talk to each other and upload it on the internet. Some people stare in a mirror, getting their mustache just right. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> fucking works for you. Right, right. You know, you've been on this planet long enough. You've earned the right to spend your time however the fuck you want. You do you, right? Exactly. So with that being said, Gonna do my outro, and that's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening, Ricky. One more time, one more cheers. I know you're you're empty. I this is good beer. I apologize. Thank yeah. you. Thank Shout you out so to Ben Brewery. They're the they're the fucking homies downstairs. I'll be back again in a few days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2019. Woo woo. Thanks for listening. We'll fade this fucking music out and that's it thanks man thank you dude i really appreciate it that was tight